0: Hey there, and welcome to Truth Be Told, a theology and apologetics podcast not claiming to have all of the answers, but created to analytically look at the truth contained in the Bible and encourage critical thinking on how to apply that truth to our lives. I'm Micah Gunn, and I appreciate you listening in. No matter your level of understanding or knowledge, I sincerely hope and pray that you find these words edifying, informative, and beneficial. So let's get started so today i wanted to hop on do a quick episode about the concept of challenge and i wanted to do this because i just got back from camp a couple weeks ago and while i was there we did something most nights where the whole camp gathered at the fireside and we did different things there were games uh, there were discussions there was dorm chants stuff like that just kind of camp stuff but also something that was instituted i think just this year was every time we went to the fire one or two people would come up to the front and they would do a presentation or a little talk on one of the elements of the zone. And if you if you don't know what the zone is, or well, if you have been to camp, you know what the zone is. If you haven't been to camp, you might not. It's really easy to understand. Essentially, it is just the environment that we try and build while we're at camp. And it's made up of seven elements. And these elements are things like structure, fun, inclusivity, Uh, Things like that and then then one of them was challenge and I volunteered to give one of these talks and I chose challenge to talk about Uh, And I did that because I had a unique experience with a challenge that I had given myself a couple years back, it was called 30 Days of Rejection. And I got this from a TED Talk that I saw by this gentleman named Zha Zhang, and he did 100 Days of Rejection, but I didn't quite feel up to the task of that. But I thought, this sounds pretty cool, I think I could do it for 30 days. And so I did. And essentially what you do is for 30 days, you go out and you try to ask strangers different things that you think you will get rejected with. So you can ask them things like, uh, well, Zha Zhang did things like asking for a free burger refill at a burger place, just saying, hey, can I have a free refill of burger? And I think uh, he got told no on that one. But you do different things that you think you'll be rejected at, and it's supposed to do a number of things. One, you're supposed to learn that rejection really isn't that scary or that bad, and you're also supposed to learn that There are ways that you can get a positive answer or a yes out of a situation that might seem hopeless at first if you just have the courage to first ask and then when you receive a no, stick around for a little bit and uh, maybe ask why you received the no or um, maybe work on some compromise that you could get something that you want rather than just accepting that you failed very quickly. So I did this for 30 days and I did a bunch of different things. Um, I'll just go through the list. People seemed interested when I was at camp about uh, what things I did. And so I figured I'll just say all of them right now. Uh, I took a tour of a restaurant's kitchen. I And some of these I failed at and some of these I succeeded, but I asked if I could Uh, look something up on a stranger's computer. I asked someone to show me a talent that they have. And bear in mind, all of these things are very much in public. They were at stores or restaurants or out on the street, um, parking lots, anywhere I could find people. There was no rhyme or reason to who I chose or what I chose to ask certain people. Um, I asked a stranger to sing the Flintstones theme song. I asked someone to tie my shoes. I asked someone to draw me a picture i asked to speak over an establishment's pa system and i did that at the local pool they told me no even though they thought it was pretty funny um asked uh, to pump someone's gas for them and that was kind of difficult because the person i asked um had a wrap on their car like their car was covered in advertisement and it was for like a um self-defense and concealed carry operation thing so this was a pretty intimidating lady to just come up and say hey can i pump gas for you you know state that we don't do that at um, i asked someone to try on clothes for me so i could see what they looked like on someone else i asked a stranger for a hug tried to convince someone that i know them and i was in a completely different state and they did not fall for it they did not think that i knew them but they were a really nice guy we, we talked afterwards for a bit um, I bought fresh ingredients from a restaurant. I asked a stranger to tell me a story about themselves, asked someone to teach me how to do their job. I proposed a trade with a stranger, and that was weird. Just, I have this, you have that, can I? Can we trade? Um, I got a little bolder as I kept on going on. And some of these that might sound really easy, Uh, Actually ended up being very very difficult and some of the things that I thought would be really difficult ended up being really easy It just depended on the personality of the person or the mood of what they were in at the time Uh, But I got a little more bold. I went to a switchfoot concert and I asked John Foreman if I could sing a song with him I ended up singing 24 by John Foreman, which is a great song And it was really fun. I didn't sing too well um, But it was still an amazing once-in-a-lifetime experience. So that was cool i asked the mayor of canal winchester which is my hometown if he would give me permission to climb the city's water tower and he said no but then he told me i should uh, write a letter to the city council and ask them and i did and they also said no but i tried he actually gave me permission he said well i'm not going to give you permission because then i'd be liable but i will say that Uh, If you're willing to pay money, the worst they could do is fine you a little bit. So he kind of encouraged me, but I never actually ended up doing it. Uh, I stared into a stranger's eyes for one minute. And that was difficult because throughout all of these, I didn't tell them, hey, I'm doing this social experiment where I try and get rejected. I just had to go and ask them, hey, can we do this thing? And so that was a hard one. But the person I met was really cool. And she was like, yeah, let's try. That'd be really interesting. So we did that. Um, Exchange secrets with a stranger. That one was pretty difficult. Ask a stranger if you can play a song for them. So I just walked on the street with a guitar and stopped two people that were actually part of like a wedding party. And that that was kind of fun. Help a stranger with a task. I asked to try on a firefighter's hat. I asked someone to honestly judge what I was wearing. And that was, man, that was hard because not only could you get rejected doing that, um, but then also, uh, you know, you're up to kind of scrutiny from some random person. That's always hard. Ask a stranger. If you can plant a flower in their yard, that one, I don't know why that was as weird as it was or as difficult as it was, but I didn't end up doing it. Um, ask a stranger for a business card and to tell them about your, uh, their job or tell you about their job. And I asked a local sheriff's deputy, uh, he was at a bar and I just asked him, he was nice. Ask a girl on a date which that was like the epitome of difficult, but I got through it. Ask a stranger to have something for free. And I did that at the store. I think I got some crayons for free. I just took them up to the cashier. I said, hey, can I just have these? Um, ask a stranger for a bite of their food. Ask someone to take a picture with you. And that one is when I realized that I was actually doing two challenges a day because every single time I did the challenge and I asked yes or, or they said yes or no to whatever I asked them, whether they asked yes or no i asked uh, could you take a picture with me to kind of document the moment so i kind of had to be rejected twice uh every day or accepted twice every day because i got a picture with all of these people and uh, then the last one was i asked my favorite lead singer of all time Stephen christian of the band Amberlyn, if he would sing on an, uh, an album with me on a song that i wrote and he said yes and it was one of the coolest experiences i've ever had Um, It's actually on Spotify right now and you can find it and then also throughout the 30 days depending on how I felt on any given day or if I was out with friends and just felt a little more gutsy I did some random ones like uh, asking a waitress to dance with me in the middle of a restaurant and that was a little bit uncomfortable there wasn't very much music playing or anything but um, I don't know by the time you get used to it after 30 days you kind of just start not minding that you're doing these challenges. Um, But that was a challenge that I gave to myself, and so that's why I wanted to talk about challenge with the camp, especially because often when we think of challenges, we're thinking of something that we want to get through. We want to get through a challenge, we want to overcome a challenge. None of us ever really want to live in a challenge. And even when we pray and ask God to help us, it's often to maybe give us strength to get through challenges or struggles or difficulties. But something I found is that oftentimes God has different ideas or different answers for us than we might expect. And I found this out when I went to ABC, which is Ambassador Bible College, and I I wrote my application. And in the application, you're supposed to write like a one to one and a half page paper about why you want to go. It was really easy. But in that, I, I said that I needed a break. I was kind of tired of swimming upstream trying to make life work out for me. I was tired of living in a world of people that didn't believe like I did and then still trying my best to kind of fit into this world all while living a Christian life and trying to be separate from the world. And it was just exhausting. And to me, Bible college would be a break from all of that where I'd be in a group of people that thought like I did. I wouldn't have to work my regular job. It was kind of a change of pace. I'd just be learning about God for a stretch of time. And it it seemed to me like it would be easy. And I just felt like I needed a rest. And so this is what I prayed to God. I asked him to give me a rest so that I could, you know, regain strength. But God had a different answer for me. He knew that I needed strength, not necessarily rest. Because there are two ways to get strength. You can rest and you can recover strength. Or you can work out and increase strength. And this is what God chose to do for me. It ended up being one of the most challenging times in my life and also probably one of the best years of my entire life. But it was because I asked for rest and God gave me a workout, but I ended up with what I really wanted in the end anyways, which was strength. And the same is true for challenges. We might pray for the strength to get through them, but God might intend rather to give us strength to live in them. And then we can kind of reach a certain equilibrium where what once was a challenge for us ends up just becoming a part of life. Now, this isn't always true. There are some things that are just difficulties that you you hope you get through and they also just have natural conclusions. Um, if you're really, really sick, for example, this could end in you getting better or it could end in you dying on the, the negative end of things. But either way, it reaches a natural conclusion. You're not gonna be sick eternally or for the rest of human existence. But there are some things that might just be how things are for a while. And instead of feeling like God is abandoning you, you might consider that he's giving you strength to handle the challenge for as long as it's around rather than speeding you up to get through it or strengthening you so you can just make it stop. Sometimes he gives strength and he gives it to you to allow you to get through it in its own good time. And this is why I think Understanding challenge in a different light is really, really important. I'd like to encourage you to challenge yourself because if you challenge yourself, you put yourself in circumstances where you might fail or it might be uncomfortable or you might be out of your comfort zone, then you're much more ready later when challenges come to you outside of your control or god brings challenges to you you are much more ready for this you've already patrolled the streets outside of your comfort zone you already know what the terrain is like and you're not rattled nearly as easily you're familiar with living in challenge so it doesn't really shake your faith when things happen outside of your control because you feel a little bit more in control Because you end up being, for lack of a better term, I'd say you end up being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this reminds me of what Paul says in Philippians 4, uh, verse 10 through 13. And I think it's really important that we go to the Bible on this because, I mean, after all, this is a theology and apologetics podcast. And I almost didn't even do this episode because I thought nobody wants to hear about my personal experience. Um, Not that you can't use personal anecdote to enhance what you're talking about sometimes or make you more relatable, but i don't like having it the focal point of what i'm talking about but i really do think this is a concept found in scripture and i think it's more on maybe the practical christianity side of what we're what we're talking about in theology and apologetics Uh, but I still think that's valuable because the purpose of this podcast, the whole purpose of Truth Be Told is to analytically look at the truths contained in the Bible and then look at how to apply those truths to our lives. And that's in the the intro commentary that I give. And so applying those truths to our lives is that practical Christianity aspect. And I still think it's very valuable. Um, But I do think challenging ourselves is a concept we find in the Bible. It's just that Rather than seeing it in the Bible and then figuring out how that applied to life, it's almost like in this circumstance, life happened. And then when I was reading scripture, I see where that applies or how that applies to my life because I already lived it. So I really hope you see the application. I hope you find value in this episode, Um, but I do want to bring it to the Bible because I think that uh, that is the most important part of what we're doing. If we're not bringing God's word into what we're talking about, then we cease to be Uh, truly about theology and studying God's word so in Philippians we find Paul talking to the church at Philippi and he is in prison and they have just sent him um, supplies food we're not really sure exactly what they sent him but uh, they sent him aid and he's thanking them for that and if we begin reading in verse 10 He says, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That last part there is obviously the... Uh, most famous uh, part of that verse. But what i like to draw out here is that Paul says he had to learn these things. He had to learn how to abound and to suffer need. The abounding thing, just as a side note, is really, really interesting because I think often we think life would just be so much happier, so much better if we had all the things that we needed. But Paul's saying he needed to learn to be content even when he had everything he needed because it's it's kind of our nature, I think, to have everything we need and then look for things we want and treat those like needs and we can kind of become uh, like ancient israel and complain once we have all of our needs met and complain also once we uh, don't have all of our needs met so in both of these situations in life we can find ourselves in we need to learn how to be content in all of those things and you might say Well, sure, Paul needed to learn how to abound and learn how to suffer need, but he did that by waiting for the experiences that God put on him or waiting for the trials that God um, had him face, waiting for God to give him challenges. He didn't need to challenge himself. But I think this is directly contrary to what Jesus says to his disciples in Matthew 16. In Matthew 16, verse 24 through 26, we see kind of an outline of what Christ expects for us as we follow him. So the Christian life, this is our outline here. In Matthew 16:24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So life here, as Christ outlines it, is a challenge. He doesn't say, wait for me to hand you a cross. He expects you to take it up for yourself. He doesn't say, wait for me to ask for you to deny yourself. He says, he must deny himself. So this is something that we have to do ourselves. We challenge ourselves. We take up the cross ourselves. We deny ourselves. Yes, because Christ asks us to, but it's also because he did it for us already and we're committing to a life of following him. So life is going to be a challenge, but then he asks us also to challenge ourselves. And if we have no experience doing this with the small things, then when Christ asks us for everything, it's going to be that much harder. I'd also like to point out that challenging ourselves is the only way to actually succeed. A lot of times we're afraid to fail or we feel maybe weak or inadequate or unable to accomplish something or maybe after we've sized up a situation, we judge that we can't do it, so we just never attempt it. But often we judge ourselves so poorly, most people will be so conservative in their estimations of their abilities and they also rarely include God's ability to work in our lives, even in the small things. We think, oh, this thing's too small. Uh, God doesn't really care about it. Not that he couldn't help me succeed, but I think this one's just on me. But if you don't ask, or if you don't try, then you've already succeeded in doing the thing that you're afraid of. You've succeeded in failing. But if you ask, at least you've opened up the door for it to be possibly successful. And I'm talking about asking uh, the people in your life that you know, you rely on maybe for a certain thing that you need from them, but also asking God to help you out. Now, this isn't a prosperity gospel. This isn't saying that, oh yeah, every time you ask, God will just give every single thing you want uh, right to you. Or if you ask anybody in the world, God's with you and he'll make sure it's a success. This is not what I'm saying. This is about embracing the fact that life is going to be really, really difficult sometimes but knowing that God wants us to grow and that sometimes he does that through giving us challenges and trials, but that if we know this and then change our perspective from one of thinking that God's giving me a challenge. So I pray to him to take it away or for strength to just get over it to maybe instead asking for strength for whatever his will is up to and including strength to live in the challenge so that it isn't as challenging. And then also gathering strength ourselves by being used to challenges, um, by challenging ourselves often in, in little things. And then if we do this, our lives are gonna be so much better for it, both because it opens us up to succeed if it's possible, rather than accepting failure at the outset, and also because it allows us to grow by understanding maybe why we fail, or being comfortable with failing sometimes, or realizing it isn't the end of the world if we get a rejection, And then we're also going to be better at accepting failure and hopefully it won't hinder us from trying again because this is what happens All the time people fail once and they think I failed once Uh, Why should I try it a second time and this can be so debilitating uh, To our efforts in growing and in succeeding Throughout the bible I think we see a lot of examples of people being challenged by god and then challenged by circumstance you have The first ones that come to mind for me are just God asking Abraham to leave his home and then later asking him to sacrifice his son. That's God challenging someone or putting a challenge to someone. But then you also have challenge by circumstance where people like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are refusing to worship an idol in favor of a death sentence. And this is a challenging circumstance that they found themselves in. So not a challenge that they put to themselves, but a challenge they found themselves in by circumstance. But there are a lot of examples of people in the Bible challenging themselves and then loving that they did. For example, Isaiah is in the throne room of God and God's asking, who shall we send? And Isaiah puts himself forward and he says, send me. So although he didn't choose to find himself in the throne room, he did choose to put himself forward as God's representative. He chose to take on that challenge. Then you also have Peter and the apostles appearing before the Sanhedrin and being beaten only to go out and preach more strongly. So they didn't choose to be brought to trial, but they did choose to speak the truth to the accusers and continue to preach the gospel and establish churches. And those were challenges that they made for themselves. Now you could say God uh, instituted that they would be leaders in the church and that they had to go out and preach the gospel. He asked them to do that. Yes. But they chose to take on that challenge and the individual acts that they did were challenges they presented to themselves. So while God did give them instruction and say preach the gospel, he didn't specifically say how and while he did say prepare people and uh, he did expect a church to be built. Each individual thing was not outlined exactly by Jesus Christ. So they, they challenged themselves in this way. Then you also have Daniel appearing before kings and rulers that were directly contrary to him and his people. And he didn't choose to be taken captive, but he chose to be a good representative for his people, be unafraid to be truthful to the leaders of the land and to do what was right in the face of evil rulings. If you remember Daniel in the lion's den, uh, that specific story, he chose to do what was right and uh, that had to be a challenge then you have Joseph as uh, just a final example, succeeding in every situation he found himself in, whether at home or at Potiphar's house or in prison or in Pharaoh's court, he didn't choose the circumstance he was in, but it was due to his choices of rising to certain occasions that he ended up being like the indisputable leader wherever he was. So he didn't choose to be a slave to Potiphar, but he chose to deal well with whatever he was in charge of. He didn't choose to be in prison, but he chose to be responsible and challenged himself to succeed even when he was at that low, low point in his life. And you could say about all of these people, well, sure, they put challenges to themselves, but God was very clearly and evidently with them. So it wasn't taking much of a chance, but that same exact God is with you in the big things and in the little things. So pray to him, ask him for help in what you want to accomplish, and then go out and try Challenge yourself instead of waiting around for challenge to find you or for God to challenge you. And you'll be setting yourself up in the best way you can to succeed. And then even when you might fail, you might have some success because in that failure, you're learning not to be distraught by your failures, but instead to keep on trying. Because challenge eventually will become something that you aren't always trying to get through, but hopefully comfortable living in. So I hope you've enjoyed this message today. I know it's a little bit unconventional and different from what I typically do, but I really do hope it's been a benefit to you. Until next time, continue to read your Bibles, continue to think critically about them, and continue to apply the truths that we learn here to your lives. Have a great day, everybody.